Welcome to Ask AI, the podcast that brings you insightful interviews and news from the world of Canadian artificial intelligence. This episode is sponsored by Microsoft Canada. Go to microsoft.com AI and check out their free AI business school to start building intelligence into your solutions today. We're also sponsored by Cinchi, the global leader in data fabric technology. Visit Cinchi.com to learn how to eliminate integration and turbocharge your AI transformation. Uh, so Eve, I'd love to hear more about yourself, your your background, and about uh, Found Device. Huh. Um, first, I was actually born on a farm, so I grew up on a uh, a farm near Hudson, uh, okay. west of Montreal, near Vaudreuil, okay. uh, where you actually have the first commercial farm that was deployed. Uh, is actually on the the farm where I was born, but my dad sold it like 35 years ago when I graduated from uh, electrical engineering from Buddy People's. Okay, nice. Quebec roots. Yeah, quite a lot, but I, I, I did spend a lot of time uh, in Europe. I lived in Europe for several years, uh, but did technology for uh, like 30 years or something in embedded software, and a bunch of things related to OEMs and manufacturers of equipment and whatnot. Which we're using today with uh, the Film Zivaya project. Great. And what was your path towards uh, founding Film Zivaya? And uh, when did this all start? Well, there, there's a couple of reasons. First, you got to understand we started before the pandemia, so pandemic. So it's nothing to do with that. The, mm -hmm. the reality is it actually was accelerated, but sure. But essentially, we realized that there was uh, enough technology, the maturity of the lighting, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, the maturity of the market itself, you know, that everybody was concerned about importing all the fruits and vegetables that we are consuming during the winter time. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and when we start, you know, putting together some ideas and whatnot, we're presented to investors, so Investors Mark Quebec, uh, to show, you know, if we were to do this, what is you know, your interest in funding such a thing? Uh, and it turned out that they had a strong interest in looking into it. Uh, mm -hmm. We went and also went after the uh, supply chain, looking at the, you know, the uh, Sobeys and, and, and Loblaws and all these guys to say, if we were to put together farms, you know, what would be your interest into uh, getting involved into this? And essentially the involvement is signing long-term contracts for, uh, you know, a large amount of, of produce. So mm -hmm. that's what we did. So we signed contracts. We went to see investors, got the investors on board. Uh, and then the rest is, you know, engineering you know, things. We need to put it together and make it work. Yeah, absolutely. And, and touching base on the name Film Zivayev, um, or in English, Winter Farm, what are the, some of the challenges that, um, that we face here in Quebec, but well, also other places in Canada uh, with Winter Farms? So, so there are, there are obvious obvious things. First, uh, we do have an existing production supply chain. You know, they, the, the growers, they do exist. So we are only yeah. able to grow and produce for like four or five months in a year. So the base, the base that we had uh, as a concern was how can we leverage existing infrastructure, existing knowledge, ex existing talents that we have. And also there's a bunch of programs that exist for funding farms. So mm -hmm. Farm Credit Canada, for example, or uh, the, the equivalent in Quebec and everything, it exists. 
there's a bunch mm -hmm. of programs to help also research and help on innovations. So we wanted to make sure that, you know, the challenges is that we were not looking at a science fair project, but mm -hmm. coming up with something that real farmers can use and just hide, you know, the technology behind the vertical farming or behind the winter production of food. Yeah. So from a, a grower perspective, it's like the same base fundamentals that he's very accustomed with and being being able to use the agronomic, the agronomist that they're using mm -hmm. uh, during the summer production or the greenhouse production. It, it was not to reinvent the ag agronomic part. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, we have in our team, um, uh, a, a doctor in plant physiology and biology uh, that pretty much tell us what the system has to do. Because essentially the, the, the entire technology is at the service of a plant, right? It's not, mm -hmm. it's not a technology that says, you know, the plant will figure out how to use the technology. Right. <laughs> the, the, yeah. You know, so, so we are putting a lot of, uh, of, of monitoring, you know, sensors into the system. So the challenges was more to find out exactly what are the conditions, what are the climate that the that a plant, like a strawberry, for example, in mm -hmm. our farm, yeah. requires. Uh, and that is why for the beginning of the company, we had more agronomists working with us and plant mm -hmm. physiologists working with us because we needed to understand what the engineering has to deliver. Mm. And it turned out that, you know, if you look at all the uh, you know, marketing around vertical farming, around yeah. indoor production, turned out to be more marketing spiel than reality from, right. you know, when you start doing mass production. Because again, you know, you realize that it, in, in Canada, as an example, in Canada, we're importing like 130,000 tons of strawberries during the winter season. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not doing, you know, a backyard a uh, container of strawberries, it's to do warehouses of indoor production, if you want to Absolutely. do that. And this is where the technology is at the service of, of, of a plant, but the, it, it, we soon realized that we are pretty much replacing mother nature. Mm. So replacing mother nature is very complex. Perfect, merci. And, um, and I'd love to know what's new at the Femme du Vibe these days. Um, well, we, we deployed the first uh, industrial farm uh, last uh, Christmas, pretty much. And right. so what's new is that we are building more farms yeah. and we have uh, maintained enough interest into our project to raise funding for it. So we will be announcing very soon more funding. But Great. essentially, we also secured funding for the uh, refining the tech through uh, AI. That's going to take a few years, but it's still very... Uh, very interesting to see the uh, level of interest we were able to raise uh, in the uh, the community for the AI. Wonderful, yeah. It's congratulations on that funding, and I'd love to know um, what uh, what type of AI is involved in this technology. Um, you know, like, like I said, we have to replace Mother Nature. In Mother Nature, if you do, you know, separated in components, essentially you have the sun, you have the wind, you have the rain. And you have to mix that in order for the plant to be satisfied. The, yes. you know, the light brings the energy to the plant. Uh, the water brings the nutrients, the wind brings the condition by which the plant is happy. 
and is uh, mm-hmm. evaporating all the time and consuming, you know, consuming the uh, the, the nutrients and the uh, the lights gives the energy for that to happen and the CO two, you know, everything. We're recreating the environment. So the the first element was to deliver the right amount of energy to the plant. The second one was to to give the right climate. So uh, you know, from the temperature, the humidity, and the wind speed uh, into it. Uh, and at the end of the day, this did not exist. There's no equivalent, according mm-hmm. to all the people that we're working with. And let me tell you that we're working with people in the states, in Europe, and in, in Canada, of course. And a lot of universities, and to our knowledge, and to the knowledge of people that we're working with, we are the, the largest indoor strawberry production in the world. So, wow. so there's no there's no existing path, there's no mm-hmm. blueprint that we can use to say, okay, these guys did it like that, so we're going to start from there, and 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 pretty much improve on it. Uh, what we did is we looked at how are strawberry grown inside greenhouses. And extrapolate mm-hmm. how we can verticalize it, and you know, so so take the example of the uh, Vaudreuil site. Essentially, we are producing 160 kilos per square meters, while the greenhouse would do 12. Uh, so you mentioned vertical farming. Uh, could you let us know what that is and uh, and how AI is involved in, in that? So so essentially, you know, we are every 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 farm are growing vegetables using the sun. Mm-hmm. So when when you 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 have you know a field or a greenhouse, mm-hmm. you have rows of let's say strawberries that needs to see the sun from the top. When you're vertical, then you have the sun coming from the side. Mm-hmm. And and you have the strawberries stacked on top of each other, you know, with let's say a foot in between all the rows. So you're able yeah. to multiply the density of your production vertically mm-hmm. as much as you want, as much as it's physically reasonable. Right. You know, in, in Vaudreuil, we have 14 rows on top of each other, mm-hmm. while the greenhouse would only have one. We have 14. Right. And, and how does AI uh, get involved in these vertical farming um, components? So, yeah, I, I will explain all of that. So for as mm-hmm. an example, you know, you have to recreate all the components. So you have lights, yeah. you have climate conditions, you have watering systems. So let's say that the, those are the three main components. Yeah. Each of those are controlled through computers. Each okay. of those are controlled through sensors and, and probes and whatnot. So all of this, they're all connected separately to different systems. So indoor production, we can observe all of this, report back to a, to a data system Mm-hmm. Gathering all the data, gathering mm-hmm. all the data on the yield, on the health of the plant, and make correlations between the systems, the adjustment and and the monitoring of all those systems, and mm-hmm. the monitoring of monitoring of all the plants, and make correlations in between the two. Mm-hmm. So the, the the funding that we receive uh, essentially is to build what we call digital twins. Okay. So in the AI world, we are building the environmental digital twins. So okay. representing, simulating all the lights, uh, watering, and, 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 and climate conditions. Mm-hmm. And we are doing a, a digital twin of the plants and making, you know, a simulation between the two worlds and making sure that we are always understanding 
if we're changing the light intensity, for example, the reaction on the photosynthesis of the plant will be X and, and making sure that we are able to <clears throat> prove that the understanding of the machine is actually right. Mm. is actually exactly on the reaction of the real plant. Mm-hmm. So all the sensors and, and, and all the, the monitoring that we're doing is to build the knowledge and have a, a machine doing machine learning based on the reality. So it means that if you have a digital twin, you can probably run experiments a lot faster and more efficiently than you could uh, in reality. Is that the case? Yeah, that's exactly the point. I mean, it's it's marvelous to have this kind of environment where you can replicate in a digital world, a virtual world, something that would take months to pretty much experiment. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, and can you let me know, like, why does this matter? How does this impact uh, Quebec and, and all of Canada? So there, there are two major impacts that we can talk about. Certainly the reduction of gas effect through the production mm-hmm. using gas, also fuel. So by essentially using lights, uh, we're able to remove, totally remove the need for fossil fuel. So mm. not only is it purely hydroelectricity in, in, in Quebec, but also we are extracting all the heat from the lighting system to warm up, to heat up the greenhouse next to us. Mm. So, so we're also reducing by 90% the need for the greenhouses for any uh, fuel. Wow, so we are great. replacing their heating system. So we're reducing the need for, uh, or the generation of, of greenhouse gas effect uh, as a global scale mm. on one hand. Uh, yeah. the, other, the other element is reducing, you know, the, our imports of, uh, of, of, of foods we're eating during the off season, right? Mm-hmm. So right now we're just aiming at replacing 10% of, of strawberry uh, imports that's still 13 million kilos. So it's a lot of kilos. Absolutely. Brittany, uh, could you let us know who's involved in this grant and uh, feel free to shout out any investors uh, that you'd like to mention? Um, Well, for the um, AI portion, uh, we have, uh, you know, essentially two uh, research chair, one with the TS here in Montreal, which is uh, Mm -hmm. more on the engineering part. So Mm -hmm. doing all the uh, climate control modeling system. Uh, and also with the universe, Montreal University okay. uh, for all the digital twin. So we have a postdoc. Uh, we also have a master degree student uh, through a METAX. Also, the, nice. those projects are supported by uh, INSERT okay. as well. So, uh, yeah, we are putting together a very decent, you know, group of uh, researchers for this, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, internal uh, people that are working Wonderful. I think it's it's also important to know that the connection between uh, the industry and university is something that was at the art of, you know, Thumbs since the beginning. We, we've mm-hmm. been supporting MeTAX students for the past two years, uh, trying to support, you know, the creation of knowledge around vertical farming, creation, you know, knowledge around uh, indoor production and, and Energy efficiency is very critical and our cost of energy is quite significant. So any mm-hmm. dollars we spend on energy, we want to make sure that we're used wisely and able to as much as, as possible. Hence why the AI is so critical because we're always monitoring yeah. the uh, systems 
uh, energy usage. Great. And um, could you talk a bit more about uh, the the body that um, provided the grant, so the Sustainable Development Technology in Canada? Yeah, so the, the federal government has a strong interest in supporting, uh, you know, uh, the, the, let's say, sustainable economy. It's not about uh, mm -hmm. an R&D project. It's about how do we transform Canada's sustainability uh, over, over the years, right? So when we presented yeah. this, essentially, they were fine with the farm, but they wanted to see how this could be scalable. How can we scale mm. so Canada become more efficient? Uh, yeah. And this is why, you know, by introducing the AI component into the project, they said, "Oh, we're all in." Uh, nice. And we're going to announce we're going to announce another grant that we we received that is tied to as uh, essentially related to you know greenhouse gas effect and the, and the fact that we were helping Canada to achieve their uh, net zero objectives, which is critical because you. Know, yeah, it's very important. So that's great to hear. That's that kind of feeds into what's happening next at Film Zivaya. What else is is happening? And could you talk about uh, a bit future future projects or future uh, work that's coming ahead? Yeah. So so we are today deploying the second phase of the Vaudreuil farm, which nice. will bring it about two hundred tons a year of production. We okay. are uh, starting the construction of another farm that will bring it to about a thousand ton a year. Of production, so multiplied by five, which we're doing in Hawaii, and we are in the mix of negotiating uh, another uh, space to pretty much quadruple that, because not only do we have contracts for Quebec and Ontario and Canada in general, but also have we have contracts to supply produce in uh, New England. So uh, we are Great. building farms near uh, the border to uh, pretty much nice. feed the uh, the entire. Northeast North America. Wonderful. And if people wanted to learn more um, about Film Divide or perhaps about um, how to um, apply as a MITAC student um, or any type of um, recruiting that you might have uh, going on, how could they go about doing that? Yeah, they can, they can reach us. It's very easy through the website, right? And we have uh, Marie-Josée Multi, who actually handles all our research, research and uh, academic uh, relationship with universities. Uh, and then we're certainly looking into that because it's very critical for us to find good talents and have people jumping on board of this uh, cultural revolution we're putting together. Wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, being on uh, this Ask AI team check-ins. My pleasure. This has been a production of Ask AI a nonprofit dedicated to advancing awareness and understanding of Canada's world-class artificial intelligence sector. Your host was Carolyn Pelletier. Series producer was Chris McClellan. And the series editor was James Fajardo. We'd like to thank our series sponsors, Microsoft Canada, producers of the Free AI Business School, and Cinchi, the dataware platform that makes integration obsolete. We'd love to hear about your latest research, product launches, or organizational news. To request a team check-in, visit askai.org.